it shine, let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. How's it going, everybody? Welcome to today's episode of the Unemployed Guys Podcast. Deep fly ball, Soriano left field, Cubs win! That was my, uh, Len <laughs> My name's Luke Chaconis. Hey. My name's Sean Young. Hey, hey, hey. So, before we start recording, yep. we usually do a lot of jokes. Um, today I've been workshopping a Len Casper. Yeah, it's really impression. good. It's really good. Thank but there's you. a twist. There's to a it. twist on this one. <laughs> there's a twist to it. At the end, at the end, Len always finishes his calls in my uh, version with some sort of sexual request. Yes, of course. So <laughs> deep fly ball, right field. He looks back. Cubs win. Straddle me hard. <laughs> And then he says it on the air, and then Theo Epstein says, no more. No, no, he probably says, more butt stuff. More butt stuff, more butt stuff. And then we would, and then we did a uh, riff of Hooked on Feeling. Yes. I don't know who sings that song, the band name. I know it's in Guardians of the Galaxy, and I'm sure I could look it up. I'll look it up. You keep talking. I'm going to say it right now, ask Siri. Who sang Hooked on Feeling? Okay, BJ, BJ Thomas. Thomas. Thank you, my dear. She's my Valentine, by the way. Hey, happy! Hope everyone had a happy, happy Valentine's Day. I hope you all celebrated. How was uh, How was your Valentine's Day? It was consisted of hanging out with you guys. Uh, we went to roost. The roost again. The roost. The roost is on fire. Um, but it has not burned down. No, it's um, still up. Very much alive. Uh, it's very good. Yep. Um. Yeah. It was a good thing I got the um, muffin, not mm-hmm. muffin. The biscuit. Bis- biscuit. Yes, it's a biscuit. Yeah. I'm going to have to try the... Uh... Did you get butter on the biscuit? I don't know. Oh, can you, you ask for it? Is I supposed to butter your biscuit? No. Deep fly ball! <laughs> Deep fly ball, Soriano, butter my biscuits, it's over <laughs> the wall. Butter my biscuit, Dusty Baker, Cubs are going to the World Series. Dusty Baker is just... There in the dugout. <laughs> I did it. I helped. I did. I was here. Man, your Dusty Baker sounds like uh, like an old Motown singer, like over a trash can fire, just trying to get recognized and get that record label. Hi, I'm Dusty Baker. What's the sitch? What's the sitch? I'm Dusty. Oh Baker. wow, I don't like this. Did you ever see? Did you ever see you the video bitch. of? Um, I'll play and we'll have the listeners listen to it. The rap between Lou Pinella and Ozzy Gian back um, back when there was because it's it, what is it, it's the crosstown rivalry or whatever, yeah, yeah. Um, and they and they like do a, a, a Cubs versus Sox rap and it's oh. Ozzy Gian rapping against Lou Pinella. Oh, it's no. awful. And now I'm going to play it for our listeners. Addison and Parks, 30 piece and shield, we're calling after dark. Sparks will fly when our cubby bats. You remind me, 
I mean, so the fact. I'm a north side guy. I know, I can tell. East I ain't crap in no south side tell. Black and blue, that's why you go to B. Oh, yeah, it's a cross-town rivalry. South side. North side. You decide. You decide. And then they killed each other. Oh, and it turned awful. into a gang war against the north side and the south side. That's awful. And that was the prelude to World War II. And also gang wars. And gang wars. Chicago. And gang wars in Chicago. Man, we are going to be talking a lot of baseball today on yeah. today's episode. We're, we are, we're very excited about... Uh, we're, getting, we're getting baseball fever. Yep. I got it's, a fever. It's coming. It's a baseball fever. So if you're not a huge sports fan, might not be your episode. But hey, listen anyways, because you might learn something, damn it. Yeah, I know, a lot of, I know a couple of our listeners listen to us because it helps them on their sports knowledge. Who are those listeners? Let's call them out. No, 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 no. Because they don't exist. They don't exist. I wonder who it would be. Actually, I feel like someone said that to us before. Yeah, they... Uh, oh, uh, my, a friend of, of yours friends. messaged yeah. us and said that she like their family or boyfriend or I, something. Her, or... Yeah, it was her father-in-law. Father-in-law. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. whoever... I forgot her name, but whoever you were, thank you for listening and keep on listening. Wow, that's not... What? Not unless they pay me. Oh, okay. Well, they can keep listening. Hey, cheers. Today we're drinking uh, Mick Ultras. One of my... my it's superior light beer. Yeah, that's... Fine. Um, I was actually going to shout out a beer like I had last night, but it's in my room and I don't want to leave you hanging. Oh, was it the, um, oh, Tom's uh, cousin brought yeah. it over at Super Bowl. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. I do not remember what they I were, but I didn't try any of them. I'll uh, shout them out at some point. Yeah, we'll shout them out. We only give shout outs here. Mm-hmm. That's the rule, though. If we give you a shout out, then you have to send us a $50 check. Yeah. And, I don't, shout out. and sometimes I don't want to do that to people. Uh, but like last episode, we shout out Mikey. Um, and he never paid us. So. Well, that's because that was on. Okay, so let's talk full disclosure now. That episode went up about five days ago. One of my favorite intros to the show we've ever done, yeah, without a fun. doubt. And all we'll say is that it's not the last time the listeners will hear an intro like that. I'll also say if you receive a call from us <laughs> on Sunday nights and or Thursday nights, you're just, warned now. Just be ready. Mm-hmm. Just be ready. So that I must say. Because I've gone back and listened to that intro just like three or four times. It is hilarious. He doesn't have a clue what's going on. No. Nope. And he was a good sport for, uh, he was for, good sport. for hanging. But uh, that was one of my favorite intros to one of the episodes. And I think this is episode 30 32, I want to say. I think it's 32. I believe it is 32. So wow. wow, wow, wow. We've been at this for over a month. That's how the in, math works. In episode time. Yeah, in episode time, that is that is how how the game goes. But yeah, no. Other than that, everything is good. Uh, Valentine's Day though, it is. We didn't. Did you celebrate? I did with Tom. We watched the movie First Man with Ryan Gosling, who is the ultimate Valentine's Day man. I would have gone with former Tiger Ryan Rayburn, but to each their own. Um. But, you know, we watched, we watched, he had a walk-up home run against the Cubs one time, and then I went to a game in Comerica, mm-hmm. at Comerica, the only game I've ever been to, mm-hmm. and I was talking to him about that uh, walk-off he had, mm-hmm. and then that day he started at third base, and he made three errors, and essentially costed the Tigers that game. So, be careful when you give someone too much praise, because they might dick you over, but he was mm-hmm. awesome, Ryan Reaper. Anywho, uh... I was watching the movie Ryan uh, with Ryan. I was watching Ryan Gosling. I was watching Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, well, I was watching Ryan Gosling as babysitting him. You know, he's a big baby. Um, no, I, we watched First Man with Ryan Gosling, and I saw the first ten minutes of it. Mm-hmm. Loved it. Loved it. Uh, fell asleep for about an hour, and then I caught about the last forty minutes. So it must not have been like very intriguing. Uh, it was cool. I mean, I I feel like honestly, I 
I saw everything I needed to see. There was a really engaging opening. Mm-hmm. There was a couple, like, I got to meet, so I met pretty much all the characters mm-hmm. for the most part, and then I fell asleep, and then right as I woke up, they were beginning the launch to go to the moon, and that was, like, a whole 30-minute, 40-minute sequence. That's pretty cool. And I thought that was fairly entertaining, and then the movie ended, and I went, there's no need for me to go back and watch the other hour. I think I got it. There's probably some distressful home life events going on mm-hmm. and some friction between... Uh, Neil Armstrong and his wife mm-hmm. and probably maybe some of the other astronauts and the successes and the failures of the previous Apollo missions and Apollo 1 and all that good stuff. Right. And uh, I don't feel like I need to go back. So That's from fair. what I saw, it was good. Good. It was uh, from the guy who did La La Land and Whiplash, Damien Chazelle, the director. Hmm. So, Yeah. That's just, I was really excited. I thought it was, it was whatever. I can't really give it a full review because right. I missed about an hour of it and I don't so, intend to go back and watch so the rest. So out of 10, you can only give it like a 5. Yeah, so if I was going out of 5, I'd say like a 3 out of 5. But Which that, is still, if it's 3 out of 5, then that would make it like a 1.5 out of 5 for you since you only watched half of it. Well, if I saw half the movie, I can then break the scale from a 10 to a 5. Correct. And then I can review that half that I saw. Right, so it's a 1.5. Well, no, because if if, it's, if, it's, if I've broken the scale oh, from so 10 to 5... Oh, so your scale yes. is to 5, which is only half of 10. Exactly. See, had I seen the whole movie, then I could give it the whole 10 scale. So technically... On you, a scale of 1 to 5. So technically, it's a 3 out of ten out of 5. Yes. But if we're it looking, would be a 6 out of 10. Yeah, and I honestly, gotcha. I, I feel like that's what Tom would give it to. I don't want to hmm. speak for maybe a 7, mm-hmm. but I feel like we're in the same ballpark. We also rewatched. I rewatched last night, and Tom... Watched it for the first time, a movie I was very big on in November, Widows, mm-hmm. and it was just as okay as the last time. It's you saw just it. missing something. <laughs> I don't know what it is, and it really bugs me and kind of makes me sad because on paper it like should be the best freaking movie of the year, yeah. honestly. But that's you the game. you had issues with writing. Mm-hmm. The writing in it. It's very clunky. Yeah, it's very clunky. There are scenes that are really well done and paced tri- uh, terrifically, mm-hmm. and there are moments that I'm like, "Why is this happening right now? This just feels like they forgot. Like, oh, we got to throw this in there, and they did." So I don't want to get too hung up on that. I've talked about it enough, but right. yeah, the Oscars are next week. We'll do an Oscars special preview predictions episode probably next Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh, spoiler alert for me right now: I just could give two shits about this Oscar season. I usually love them. It's yeah. usually one of the things I look forward to most in the uh, earlier part of the year. Yeah. This Oscar season, though, I am just, I could give two shits. It just is boring. The Academy, I think, has really screwed a lot of things up. The whole Kevin Hart thing, I think, got totally blown out of proportion. Yeah. I think they then tried to introduce this popular Oscar category that nobody wanted. Right. They announced it. They took it away. That was a whole thing. And then recently, the uh, Academy director said that they're not going to be showing the full um, parts of people winning best cinematography, best editing, and I think best hair and makeup. And to movie nerds like me, I'm really into that yeah, stuff. Right? They're going to show like snippets, like, and while we were at break, here's who won best cinematography, and they'll mm-hmm. show like 30 seconds of their speech. Mm-hmm. But there's no host this year either, so it's just kind of like, whatever. I just right? don't give a <laughs> shit. Like, I, you know, I, I think they should do what the writers... Uh, when the writer strike happened ten years ago for the Golden Globes, I think they should just have like the Academy president come out with some famous person, mm-hmm. be like, "Here are your winners, and that's our Oscars, and we'll try again next year to not completely Suck. shit the bed yeah. again." So, hey, you know what? We'll talk more about that next week, though, on the Oscars and whatnot. Yeah. And uh, let's transition into a little baseball, because man, oh man, spring training is here, and I am catching the baseball bug like many people. 
Um, it's it's uh, well on its way. Uh, spring training is open. Um, we still have a lot of free agents that need to get places that will either shore up some teams uh, that were on the cusp, or they'll sign with the Padres and still suck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I just if if Manny and or Bryce end up going to San Diego, I'll be stunned. But you know, maybe finally this is the time. Maybe is this is this actually happening when the Padres uh, emerge from the cellar that they've been trapped in, like sloth from the Goonies for <laughs> twenty years or whatever? They should he should have stayed there. Yeah, I don't know. Nobody the, wants to see uh, that. The Padres are the most boring team in baseball. Yeah, and uh, but you know this, this this could be big if if they go and you know get a big player mm-hmm. like a like a Manny or a Bryce. It'd be it'd be insane, but. Uh, an article we're going to be referencing a lot, and I, Sean's got it pulled up, and I have it pulled up as well, is the projected 2019 starting lineups and starting pitching rotations. Now, we're not going to go through all these. We'll talk about the big ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll talk about probably our, our favorites and whatnot. But we're, if you're looking for our opinions on how the Rays are looking this year, uh, you might want to look elsewhere. But maybe we'll throw the link of this article onto our Facebook page, which, by the way, if you have not already, like our Facebook page, mm-hmm. follow us on Instagram, Please follow do. us on Twitter, all that good stuff. We don't need to keep repeating this information to you guys by now. You know it. Please. But, yeah, so let's get into it, Sean. Is there a team first that you would like to discuss in terms of lineup and or pitching rotation that you think is either made some improvements, hasn't made any improvements, or just in general you want to talk about that you're interested yeah, in? Yeah, I would love to talk about the San Diego Padres. Great, let's do it. Uh, so I would like to go down the list and tell me who you know out of their starting lineup. Okay, should I, should I look at it or no? You're, uh, don't go, yeah, I don't won't look, look at it. it. Okay, I'll, great. I'll go through it. Great. Um, uh, so yeah, we'll start We'll start with their batting lineup. Uh, Manuel Margot. Don't know who he is. Great. Uh, Luis Urias. Name sounds familiar, but not super familiar. Uh, Eric Hosmer. Yes, he did not the Royals. Uh, Fran Mil Reyes. Now, what what was that chef boy already? <laughs> Doesn't matter. He plays right field. Yeah, no, I don't know him. Uh, Will Myers. Know him. Know him. Uh, Ian Kinsler, Former obviously. Tiger. Yep. Austin Hedges. Yes. Okay. Uh, and batting eighth, Ty France. No. I, I do not. I, I'm convinced you made up most of those names. He I'm not even. He doesn't even have a. Uh, like, like a thing. He must be a rookie then, yeah. I'm assuming. Uh, their rotation is Joey Lucchesi. Nope. Uh, Eric Lauer. Nope. Robbie Irwin. Nope. Brian Mitchell. Yes. That name sounds familiar. Matt Strom. That name also sounds familiar. And the closer is Kirby Yates. Who are these people? Right? I don't know who they are. Um, and, prob- and maybe batting at third... Manny, Manny Machado. Machado. <laughs> yeah, he fits into this ragtag group of guys. I don't know. That is interesting, though. You know, to their credit, they went out and got um, Kinsler. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which he's definitely kind of on the latter half of his career. He's still productive. Yeah, man. but but also like he brings he brings a just veteran, a veteran presence. Leadership. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. I still wish he was at the. I mean, Eric Hosmer does too. He's yeah. been around for and a even, while. And um, even Will Myers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a catcher, correct? Uh, left field. Left fielder. Did Austin he play catcher? He- at one Austin point? Hedges is. Catcher. I thought Will Myers played catcher one time. Maybe I'm totally wrong on that. I could be way off, but anywho. Uh, yeah, there's a couple names on there. you know. And if, hey, if they get a, a guy like a Manny and if a couple of those rookies come through, yeah. maybe on the offensive side, I can't say, I can't speak at all to the pitching part because I, I do not know 
almost right. any of those names you just mentioned. Yeah, so no, I can't I say if they're I, good or bad or not. Any of them. And I'd be so. lying if I said I had close eyes on the Padres throughout the season. Right. Um, exactly. Which is hilarious because everyone says how awesome Petco is, and the team has just consistently not been awesome. Yeah. So they're playing in like probably top top three ballparks stadiums. for real. Absolutely. Yeah, ballparks and people then... usually say it's like Petco is up there, mm-hmm. Fenway, and then maybe. Maybe a Wrigley or like a yeah. I don't know what the new I think the new Giants name is the Oracle Oracle or something like uh, that. Yeah, yeah, because um, the Raiders I think we're gonna play. Yeah, there. Let me look it up real quick. I think it's called the Oracle. Is there Park. another team you can get me geared up that we can talk about? Yeah, let's talk about the up and coming Chicago Cubs. <laughs> okay, great. Uh, it is the Oracle, have, by the way. Who have not changed their lineup for the past three seasons, I think. Okay. It's Zobrist, Bryant, Rizzo, Javi, Schwarber, Wilson Contreras, Jason Hayward, Albert Almora. They haven't changed. Then John Lester, Kyle Hendricks, Cole Hamels, adding you Darvish this season. Maybe he'll stay. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. And Quintana with Strope closing. You know, I saw it changed. I saw no, it hasn't changed. I saw a really interesting article, not an article, like a, a quote tweet. One of my friends, my friend Jared, uh, went to Western. Went to school with them, Western. Mm-hmm. Um, you, I think you've heard of it, Western Illinois University. Mm-hmm. Are you familiar? Mm-hmm. Did, Sounds. Did awful. you frequent there? Mm-hmm. Um, I was there. <sighs> Too long. <laughs> Too long. Anywho, my friend Jared, he's a huge Cub fan, and he quote tweeted something and said that the Cubs' biggest offseason move this year is getting a healthy U Darvish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll help them. And um, I think they had some issues at the uh, end of their pitching rotation. Yeah. Um, I mean, John. I don't know. John Lester had a, a decent season, I think. Um, but I was, I was kind of hoping that they would get a, like that, that dude mm-hmm. for yeah, like, a, pitching. A, a, like, oh, a pitching, pitching prospect. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, obviously, I would. You wanted a Bryce, or, yeah. Would, would you have been happy had? I don't know where he would have necessarily played. I guess they could have put him at second, maybe over because Almore is going to play. Well, I mean, I, he Zobrist would. Is play he second. would have played second over. Zobrist. That's what I'd say. Would you have been happy had they went out and gotten a okay. Manny knowing all... I mean, I would have been too with Detroit, even though I think he's kind of a dick. Oh, Manny? I don't want Manny. Oh. I don't ever want Manny. Really? No. And even though he's good, he's yeah. good. But I but I would... Just too much off the sh- field I shit. Think, I think the Cubs have, like, a, like the just a chemistry. Just like the Bears kind of I don't think do. it would have gelled. Just, yeah. yeah. I think also... I think sometimes, too, in a lot of ways, like... And maybe I'm just, again, not a big Cub fan here, but I think sometimes the Cubs get a little bit some negative press because I think, like, Javi Baez sometimes takes some, takes some shit for being, like, too into the game and, it, like, hyped up, and sometimes people would just call him cocky straight up. Yeah. Um, obviously, Addison Russell didn't help the team's overall image last year. Right. Not that really it's a team image. That's a him thing. Right. Um, but that just overall doesn't help the the equation. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I don't think it would have been a huge thing. Like it would have been like, oh, now Manny's on the Cubs. Well, these are just a bunch of idiots and right. fools. Like I don't think it's that. But I do think sometimes they get a little bit of negative press because they are a bigger market team too. Mm-hmm. You know, and a lot of those bigger market teams always kind of have a bullseye on their back just because they're they're top dogs in terms of money and fans and right. all that stuff. I, fan base. I think. Uh, I think like. Speaking of like Addison Russell press and stuff, the Cubs have never had like issues with like their their team, like people looking at them. So, yeah, like to have like something happen with Addison Russell, I feel like if 
Addison Russell would have done this on a different team, mm-hmm. like the Tigers, this past season. Like, it would have just been... Yeah. It's just like, fuck. The, the, Detroit's just awful all around. Yeah. They have nothing going for them. Well, trust me, that's uh, being on... And we'll get to their little squad in a second, but... But since that, it happened I, with I get the, what you're saying. Since it happened with the Cubs, everybody's like... uh yeah, he probably shouldn't have done that, but it just kept and like, I can't, swept under that, the rug. That's what I'm saying. Like, like, it, it just, I, I feel like it just kind of came and went. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Um, and there's you know, there's two sides of every story. And I'll be honest, I didn't really follow the story like super intensely. Like, well, this is what happened, and this is how they handled it, and this is what Addison said, and this is what you know the front office said. I can't speak to that because I didn't really know that. I'm not going to talk about stuff I don't know. Um, I already had to talk about video games last week, and that was awful. Mm-hmm. So, yes. but yeah, no, um, just interesting. So, you and I had a discussion about keeping it in the NL Central. Mm-hmm. You saw a tweet or an article that had the Cubs predicted mm-hmm. to finish last. Yeah, with a eighty and eighty-two. Record. Do you remember where you saw that at? I don't remember. It was on Twitter. It was, on, it was like a Twitter. Uh, article. It was uh, some. I, I think it was just like a man, uh, amateur. Uh, writer or something or writer. like that. Okay. Yeah, some, I, I can't remember what it was from, but uh, yeah, it had had the Brewers winning again. Okay. Um, but with the Cubs only two games under five hundred, everybody else was in a span of like eight to ten games. Yeah. I mean, but but we talked about mm-hmm. like how close the this division is going to be. Yes. Because everybody's good. Everyone like, is good. Everybody's actually, a decent team this year. Yeah, I'm trying to look right now um, at the... Um, everyone is a decent team. So, yeah, I, I don't, first of all, I'll say I do not agree with that. I don't think yeah, the Cubs no. will finish 500 and or in last place. Right. Um, I think potentially, though, and I don't think this will happen, but if I'm going to go out and make an early, bold prediction, mm-hmm. I will say this. I think every team in the NL Central will finish above 500 this year. It's a bold prediction. Yeah. It's a bold prediction. I don't think it's going to come true because I think the Pirates are not going to be, will be the team that stops it. Mm-hmm. But I think the Cubs will be just as good, if not better than last year. I think you're going to see some huge improvements from the Cardinals, and they're always scrappy. Yeah. Whether or not, they haven't had like a, a Paul Goldschmidt type caliber hitter, right. you know, in probably maybe, I mean, you could argue since Poolhouse left. Mm-hmm. I mean, Matt Holiday came around and he was, you know, doing good for a while and whatnot but yeah i don't know uh i feel like goldschmidt is their first big 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 bat in recent years so i think the cardinals be much better i think the reds are going to surprise a lot of people this year and i think the brewers will be the juggernaut they were last year yeah yeah the brewers are um they're scary They, they everybody's just gotten a year older yeah i mean you can you can say that they don't really have any of the uh like big name uh, rotation guys. Yeah. Um, but they kind of, I mean, last year they just did their job. Yeah. Like, obviously, Shasim kind of carried everybody. And Well, I'm looking at their lineup right now, and just just that, you know, that one through three of Lorenzo Cain, Christian Yelich, and Ryan Braun. Then you have Travis Shaw. Right. Jesus Aguilar, Yasmani Grandal. I mean, this is, this is a powerhouse lineup. Mm-hmm. This is a powerhouse lineup. And uh, Arcia came... Came didn't I don't think he had a very good uh, regular season and then he came postseason and and Stepped like up. his bat got hot. So. Looking at the Cardinals lineup, I mean Matt Carpenter, Paul Goldschmidt, Paul DeYoung, Paul DeJong, whatever you say. Paul uh, DeJong, uh, Marcelo Zuna, Dexter Fowler. I mean, Yadier Molina, Colton Wong. I don't know who Harrison Bader is, but it's it's a uh, it's 
it's a it's a strong lineup, and then of course the kind of new and improved Reds lineup with Yasiel Puig in there, right? Uh, batting sixth. Yeah, and again, this is the projected lineup, so this is not right. official. And baseball lineups change literally every day, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, but I, I just, they have to have him out at six. Interesting. I think it's just because. Uh, Gonna wait and see how he, he fits in. Yeah, he, and also he just swings so hard. He swings for a home run every time. Yeah. So. It'll be. I really. Um, this is kind of has nothing to do with our overall conversation. I like the Reds though as a team, and as an organization, and just kind of as a, a, a fan base in general. Because I got to go to Great American mm-hmm. last May, mm-hmm. and this was right after they had gone on like that three and sixteen start or whatever. Yeah. They're playing a little bit better, but like still, when you start three and sixteen, like it's a damn near impossible hole to get out of. Right. And uh, I just remember really liking the fans there and, like, the staff was very friendly because they all just were kind of like, yeah, we suck, so <laughs> just enjoy yourself tonight. And I was like, I like this attitude. It's very nice. So, yeah, shout-out to, shout to the people at Great American Ballpark. Yeah. It's a, it's a good stadium. What I would like to – we're going to try to catch some different games this year at different stadiums. So yeah. we're going to do – we'll obviously do Wrigley, guaranteed rate. Yeah. I have never been to Miller Park. I, I am – aching to go to Miller Park. You're very I've excited. Heard, I've heard very good yeah. things and about that And it's so park. close. It is. And Milwaukee, as we yeah. say a lot of times, is one of the most underrated cities in the United States. Agreed. Uh, so let's go, I say there, I think if we're going to call it out, I think we should go to Detroit because it's only five hours or so away from us, maybe a little bit more. Make a, make a weekend out of it or something. Well, yeah. actually, I don't want to spend a lot of time. <laughs> you don't wanna, yeah, I just want to go to the game and kind of come, come home. Yeah. No. Yeah, I, yeah I, would, I wouldn't fault you there. So that's interesting. That's well, we're gonna we're gonna cross some games off and some teams off our list this year. There's there's no doubt about that. But let's kind of switch over now to the American League. Unless there's any more big NL teams that you'd like to talk to, Nationals, um, anyone yeah. in the West or the East? Just looking at the uh, Rockies lineup. Yeah. It's, it's gonna be they're they're good. They're a great. Team. You know what? I do want to talk about the Phillies real quick because they've had an amazing off season. Well, and it could. I mean, it could and it, it's, it, it, there's yes. a very good chance it's not over yet. Right. So you got Cesar Hernandez, Gene Segura, JT Realmuto, obviously the new big signing, Reese Hoskins, who just can rake, mm-hmm. Andrew McCutcheon, uh, big, you know, one of the big signings, Odubel Herrera, uh, Michael Franco, I don't know that name, Nick Williams, no that one. So yeah, and they just signed Aaron Nola. Yep, that's uh, a good. Yep, Aaron Nola, Jake Arrieta, Nick Pivetta. It's gonna be interesting. And then their closer is David Robertson. So they're. Yeah. This is gonna be a, a very menacing Philadelphia Phillies team. If you add a Bryce Harper in there. And or a Manny Machado. Or a Manny. What if they got both? I don't think they'd be able to. No, but what if they, they got both? You know? Uh, I think what's going to happen is Manny's going to sign with the Yankees because that seems like a move that he would make yeah. and the Yankees would make. Um, and then I think Bryce will sign with the Phillies. See, here's the thing, though, with that whole Yankees thing. I was looking at the Yankees, and we'll kind of transition to the, the American League now. Um, the Yankees... So, okay. Uh, third base is Miguel Andahar. Andahar. Uh, second base, Labor Torres. And shortstop is Troy Tulowitzki. Hmm. So, where does he fit? Yeah. And he's not dh because that's a guy named Giancarlo Stanton. Hmm. Who's that? Uh, Giancarlo Stanton. He yeah. played Gus on Breaking Bad. Oh, I'm sorry. That's Giancarlo Esposito. Oh. Giancarlo Esposito. Uh, that's the answer we were looking for. Also, Luke. didn't he go by a different name like four seasons ago? Who? Gus? 
No. <laughs> Giancarlo. Oh, yeah, he went by Mike Stanton. Yeah. It was Mike Stanton. Oh, that's who I was thinking of, yeah. Mike. I think, um, what's his name? Did He had, like, he BJ Upton. He was BJ Upton, and then he was, I think, Melvin Upton, and now I think he's back to BJ back to Upton. BJ. Yeah. So. I'm also sad that uh, Troy Tulowitzki signed with the Yankees. I was really hoping to get him in a Cubs uniform. Yeah. I just, I've always liked him. Mm-hmm. But. See how that goes. Uh, so yeah, any you know Yankees. Let's call it how it is. The AL East is stacked. Yeah. Um, potentially, besides the Blue Jays and the Orioles, the Rays were very competitive last year. How many games did the Rays? Let's ask Siri. How many games? Uh, games? How many games? How many games? How many games? The Rays won last. How many games on the Rays? How uh, many games on the Rays? Did they ask, win? Let's ask her. Siri. How many games did the Tampa Bay Rays win in 2018? I believe we're just waiting for the 2019 season to get underway. Okay, well, yeah, what that's... am I supposed to do with that information? <laughs> Siri? How many games did the Rays win in 2018? The Rays were 90 and 72 last season. And they finished third. Yeah, that's, that's That is insane. That's rough. That is insane. And they didn't get a wild card either. No. I don't believe because the wild cards went to uh, two. The A's got one, mm-hmm. and then yeah, from the the other East, the either Red Sox or Yankees, whoever won the division. I don't remember. I think the Red Sox won the division, so the Yankees got a wild card. Siri, happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. No. Siri, happy Valentine's Day. Happy, happy Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. That's creepy. I was hoping she would say something. Siri. Fun. Are the Tigers going to win the World Series this year? She's like, she's not an eight ball. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Be right with you. Looking for the Tigers. Huh? Have schedule information for the next Tigers. Oh, she's showing the old score when they lost in the World Series. Oh, oh you're very wow. clever, That's Siri. Funny. You're very clever, Siri. You her. stupid idiot. Um, yeah, anywho. I don't see that was just a waste of time, epic proportions. But hey, you know what's our show? Yeah. We can waste time if we'd like. Uh, let's look at some of the lineups. Let's look at the reigning and defending World Series champions, the Boston Red Sox. Yep. And they're still just a freaking juggernaut. I mean, look at this team: Andrew Benatendi, Mookie Betts, J.D. Martinez, Andrew Bogarts, Mitch Moreland, Dustin Pedroia, Rafael Devers, Jackie Bradley Jr., Christian Vasquez. This team is good, man. This team is real good. And that one, two, oh, Maron. They're, th- they're uh, three for the rotation. Chris Sale, David Price, Rick Porcello. Two-thirds of those are former Tigers. David Price also changed his number. He's number 10 now. Mm. Was he 14? I don't know. I thought he was 14 at one point in time. I'm not sure. But, uh, yeah. They, they should repeat, honestly. They really should. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I remember watching Xander Bogarts in his rookie season. Because mm-hmm. um, one of my friends is a big Red Sox fan, so we yeah. would watch it in the dorm. And like the amount of like changes he's gone through to go to win a World Series, it, it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's Xander. He also uh, is identical to one of my friends back home. Who? doesn't matter oh okay but well, I'll take identical. you for your, I'll take you for your word identical. 
I'll take you for your word. I'll Let's you look at the American League Central, shall we? Who's in that? We've got the Cleveland Indians. Hmm. The Kansas City Royals. Do you remember when they were up 3-1 in the World Series? The Cleveland Indians? Yep. I do. That was such an odd World Series for me because I'm I'm not a... Co- Are you okay? Hmm? Yeah. Well, it's like, your leg shaking. I'm just shaking my leg. Well, you're you, you're shaking the table like it's a scene out of Armageddon. I feel like we're in an earthquake. Is it, is, it, is it affecting the sound? We'll find out. Who knows? People can't hear the whole time because you knocked the sound bar off. Mm. We'll see. Uh, yes, I, that was an interesting World Series when the Cubs and the Indians played because I'm not a Cub fan, but also I'm not an Indian fan. So it was like one of those games was like, who? I, I guess I'm rooting for the sport of baseball here. I don't know. Yeah. But it was also kind of fun because you didn't have the Red Sox. You didn't have the Yankees. Two different teams, no doubt. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm almost at that, that point where if, I, if my teams aren't going to make it in, I just want to see new teams mm-hmm. you know except for the Patriots they can keep playing because you know it's just Why a juggernaut of a machine and yeah, let them, it's, let, it's let, fun to watch them let win. the train keep rolling so to speak unless it's against the Bears unless it's against the Bears then they, fuck off yeah. <laughs> uh, so we got the Royals <laughs> we got the Twins we got the Twins we got the Tigers it's gonna be a, a big big season yeah. a big just big, keep going they won't notice this season <laughs> They won't notice that the audio cut out. <laughs> no, no, no. They won't notice. No, no. one listens to this show anyway. No. That's perfect. That's I mean, great. basically, it's by terrific. this time, we've lost uh, two thirds of our viewers anyway. Absolutely. So. They usually say no more, no more. But yeah, so the Tigers: Jamer Candelaro, Christian Stewart, Nicholas Castellanos, Miguel Cabrera. Christian Stewart. What was he? In? <laughs> what was she in? What was he in? Yeah, he was in uh, Twilight. Oh, I thought it was Lizzie. Lizzie McGuire. Did you watch any any uh, Disney Channel shows when you were growing up? No, I was more of the Ah Real Monsters, Fairly Odd Parents, SpongeBob, Rugrats, Rugrats, Mo- Rocco's, Rocco's Modern, Modern Life. Life. Oh, okay, I think now we're caught up. Okay, great. I don't know what the hell happened, but the audio it for some reason just likes to say "f you guys." Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know either. Uh, rounding out that Tigers lineup, John Hicks, Grayson Griner, Jacoby Jones, and Jordy Mercer for your 2019 Detroit Tigers. Uh, okay, so uh, give me a what is their record going to be? Um, the the so the past two seasons they have gone 64 and 98 both seasons. 64 and 98. I think they Time will win. Shut up. I think they will win 70 plus games this year. That's, that's, I mean, that can't be far off. I think the, the lineup, see, it's interesting. I think the, the big key here is if they suck, they're going to trade Castellanos at the deadline and they'll they'll get some prospects back for him. The rotation is going to be interesting because they've got guys like Matt Boyd, Mike Fulmer, Jordan Zimmerman, who have all kind of been around the organization for the past couple of years. And like with all three of those guys, it's like. They've each had like one good year and then like two or three like oh my god what's happening yeah. years and then they got two new guys Matt Moore Tyson Ross the bullpen's still a fucking mess it's an absolute mess um, it's been a mess literally as long as I've been a Tiger fan I can never think of a year where there was like a dominant bullpen the only mm-hmm. year that I'll maybe give a pass to is the 06 season when they had Zumaya Todd Jones Fernando Rodney but even when it got to the playoffs that bullpen was kind of the reason they lost because they couldn't right. throw from the pitcher's mound to first base. Right. Little fun fact into Tigers uh, World Series performances. So, yeah, I think I think they can win 70-plus games. Look, the, I've said, I think I said it on our last episode, and I've said it before, and I'll keep saying it. I am an eternal optimist with the team. 
I'm not one of these people who's like, the re trust the rebuild, trust the process. In my mind, if they go out guns blazing in the first three months of the season and they're competing for a first place spot, they better not be fucking sellers at the trade deadline. They better say, you know what? Let's run with this. Let's take this momentum and let's go with it. Yeah. But I know so many people are like, oh, you got to trust the process and don't do that. And I think that's bullshit. Would I think you, it's absolute bullshit, this whole rebuild thing. Would you rather have a season, like a, a miracle season that they do really well, get to the playoffs, possibly a World Series, and are in it with this team? Or would you rather wait and let them, quote unquote, rebuild and get to the postseason like three four five seasons in a row and always have a chance for that world series i would rather the first option because if that happens this season let's say if they for whatever reason go on a run and just shock the hell out of some people what's saying they can't do that again down the road once they have these prospects who are waiting in the minor leagues to come up and perform if they can make a run at and shock the hell out of people this season when they've got a team that's just kind of whatever on paper and they still can make a run at it well then, when it comes to seasons in 2020 and 2021, when they have all these prospects who are ready to rumble, yeah, and the payroll's cleared up from the mm -hmm. Prince Fielder deals and the Victor Martinez deals and the Jordan Zimmerman deals, they can go out and get some free agents. Then it's then it's party time, right. you know. It's I almost like I I under like in concept I understand the term of of rebuild if we want to you know, that's the word everyone likes to use. I just think it has become a scapegoat. Because I feel like a lot of people are like, well, it worked for the Cubs and the Astros, which it did, but not every team is the Cubs and the Astros. Well, also, the Cubs were rebuilding for 108 years. Exactly. I think that's my point, too. So, I think it's a, it's unfair in a way to call it a rebuild because the Cubs have always just kind of – they always just kind of sucked. Yeah. Like, other than the 03 season and those those two seasons with Pinella, right. like in 07 and 06 or oh, whatever those years were yeah. – you know, I, I just I don't buy into this whole rebuild thing. In my eyes, it is a way for front office to uh, tell the team and the fan base, uh, just wait for a couple of years. It's like the thing we said about watching shows on Netflix. Mm. It sucks when your friends are like, get through the first three seasons. <laughs> seasons four, five, and six are good. I don't want to be told as a fan who's going to pay my hard-earned money to be like, just get through the 2019 and 2020 season, but 2021, 2022, 2023, they're going to be worth it. But also, that's bullshit too because you never know. Right. Like, they could get to those seasons and be like, okay, we're ready to win now, and they still don't do well. Nice. Or they can do well and not win the World Series. Yeah. So, like, that's why I say play your hot hand, so to speak. Mm -hmm. There's nothing saying that if they do go through the whole rebuild process and they get to the 2021-2022 season – and even if they're good, but if they don't win the World Series, what was it for? What was it for? Why not take a chance in 2019 if you go on a hot streak and you're great your first three or four months, and then when it gets to the trade deadline, go out and get some guys. Go out and you know boast, uh, boost that bullpen, the lineup, the rotation, whatever it may be. Yeah. Play your hot hand. Boom. And that was my first baseball rant of the new season. And the season hasn't even started yet. Poof. Well, you're you're in the lead for the new general manager position there. So. Yeah, if they get rid of Alavila, I'm ready to do it. You know, I mean, I, I, I think uh, I, I could do it. You know, I think I, actually, mm -hmm. I don't think I could. I think I'd get fired the first day. I'd, I'd talk to the media and be like, I'm fucking pissed off at this guy and this guy. And they're like, Sir, you can't, you can't say that. S sir, you, you, you're not even a part of this team. Who are you? you <laughs> <laughs> Please go back to your tent in, in the parking lot. <laughs> I'm, I'm done with this. Um, yeah, yeah I so think, but I think the term. The term rebuild has become, uh, it's a new concept. Like, teams have 
always gone through their rebuild stage. I agree. But they've always, they've never, like, outwardly said it. Like, yeah. it was just, like, a known as an organization, like, we're not good enough. Yeah. So, and it's not going to happen this year. And I think, but, and I think, I don't think that's good because I don't think people should settle for third and fourth place. I think you should always go out there to win. And I know they go out there with the mentality to win. I'm not saying yeah. that Ron Gardenhire is telling the Tigers, like, all right, guys, remember, we got draft picks on the line. Yeah. Let's 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 not tank, but let's shoot for third. Yeah. Like, I know I know that's not the case. I just don't like it's – it's, it's almost like an overall idea that being willing to take a hit now to be better down the road – I don't. I just don't like that as a fan. Like, it, I feel like it's a slap in the face to fans. Like the fans who are gonna, because I'm gonna, regardless if they're gonna go out and win 40 games or mm-hmm. if they're gonna go out and win 140 games, I'm still gonna show up because I'm I'm a passionate fan who loves my team, as you are, as many other people are. Right. You know. But I think it's just a slap in the face, knowing like, fuck, here I go. I'm gonna go spend, you know, forty dollars on a ticket to get in. You know, parking, a couple beers and hot dogs to enjoy the game and root on my team, mm-hmm. be passionate. You know, follow through. I mean, this is the one thing with baseball. It's not like it is the most dedicated in terms of keeping up with it because the season is just forever and there's so many games and there's so many highs and lows. Like it, I feel like baseball more than any other sport takes a toll on a fan. Now, granted, I can't really speak to basketball and hockey because I don't watch those. Yeah, and football can really break your heart. I mean, if you're a New Orleans Saints fan right now, you know I feel bad for my for my brother Steven. I mean, Mm -hmm. he's still he's still depressed. Right. You know. Two years in a row, they should have been in the uh, the Super Bowl. Yeah, and yeah. it just mm-hmm. you know they they have a they have a they have a NFC championship curse. I think I don't yeah. know what it is, but you know I, I just think baseball. There's so many highs and lows because it's such a long season yeah. that I, you know, I, I really feel for the, for the diehard fans. I think it's, it's such it's such a marathon. I think it's uh, also just easier to get over a loss and get over a win really quickly because literally they're playing the next day. I agree. So I do agree with that. A... I want because I've thought that too. You know, like when your team's on like a six game skid, and you're like, shit, man, are we ever gonna win again? And mm-hmm. you're like, well, actually, yeah, we could win tomorrow right. and then win for three weeks in a row, and then be like, oh, I, what were we, what were we complaining about right. three weeks ago? Like we're, we're competing, you know, yeah. so. Um, well, since he's not here, we'll, we'll talk about his band of misfits real quick. The Oakland <laughs> Athletics. The Oakland Athletics, who had a decent little team uh-huh. um, last year, won a wild card spot. Yeah. Let me. I'll, I'll read the names to you because it got cut out uh, when I read you the Tigers' name and you guessed who you knew and who you did not. So I'll right. read you the athletic names. Great. You tell me which names you know, which names you don't. Perfect. Playing left field, Nick likes to drink martini. Uh-huh. Z- Nick Martini. No. No. Matt Chapman at third? No. <clears throat> Matt Olson at first? No. Chris Davis, designated hitter? Yes. That's Steve... with a KH. KH, that is correct. No. Not Chris Davis on the Orioles, right. who has that just atrocious contract. Yeah. Oh. Uh, Steven Piscotti? Yes. Jerickson Profar? No. Okay. Uh, Ramon Luriano? No. Marcus Simeon? Yes. I, a, I think he was on... White Sox, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And Chris Herman. Nope. Okay. <laughs> well, Tom, we that tried. We tried. But I mean, you I should have been here, Tom. I don't ever expect. I don't ever expect the A's to have any names. Ever. Yeah. I mean, I mean, the last big name, Miguel Tejada. Billy Bean. No. It almost would have been poetic in a way 
if when they made the movie Moneyball, mm-hmm. if they didn't go out and get an A-list actor like Brad Pitt, they got like a character actor because it's like, oh, it's all we can afford. Yeah. Not but knocking character would, actors, they're funny. they're like the fucking bomb. I'm just saying it would have been like, oh, we can't even you know get an or like they don't get Brad Pitt or Jonah Hill. They had, they had some big names they in that did. movie. Brad Pitt, Jonah mm-hmm. Hill, the late great Philip Seymour Hoffman, mm-hmm. Chris Pratt is in that movie. Yeah. yeah, a lot of people forget that. Yeah, yep. So because he's one of the players, typically you didn't. He plays uh, Scott Scott Hatterberg. Hits the home run. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Good movie. Good movie. We should. Well, I look forward to watching that. Speaking of movies and baseball movies tonight, we're giving a brief little update on family movie night tonight. We'll be watching. It's Tom's pick. Mm-hmm. We'll be watching Major League. Yeah, I'm excited. Major I've never League. seen it. I have not either. So, so I'm very excited. Eighties comedies always make me a little weary. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it weary or leery? Uh, leery. Leery. What is weary? Weary is like making you tired. I'm, Actually, this I'm like, weary. Sometimes they make me tired too, depending on the comic. If it's first man, it made me tired. Um, yeah, they make me a little leery, uh, just because there's like people like, oh, I love this movie when I was in Jen I was in high school, and it's like cool. And then I watch it, and I'm like, man, this movie's dated as shit. Man, this thing sucks more than Caddyshack. Yeah, Caddyshack's a turd. I don't. I'm. I, I'll say it right here, right now, and I'll take all the heat. That movie's overrated as hell. But it's there's there's like there's like four funny moments, but like people make it out to be this overall just yeah. one of the greatest comedies of all time. That's a Absolutely little bit not. why I'm a little apprehensive to show you because you and Tom have never seen My Cousin Vinny, and I think that mm-hmm. came out in '92. This is not an '80s comedy, but a '90s comedy. Mm-hmm. But there's you know not that the decades really matter, but right. You know I love I love me '90s comedies. I can't really think of a lot of 80s comedies I like I love there are some but anyways getting My Cousin Vinny you've never seen it and I really think it's hilarious uh, but I don't know if that's something like that you'll be into so we'll I, have to see I like comedies and for your pick last week yes we watched we watched Sin City I'd never seen it yep uh, right. it was okay yeah yeah. I oh, rewatching it I was like eh, it's okay yeah it's I think I said last week when we watched that movie that if you are into that genre yeah and like, and I like comic book Which movies. Which we talked about. It doesn't really have a genre yeah, besides. It's like comic book movies, graphic like, novels, a little bit of horror in and, there. And like action. old 50s noir. Noir, yeah. That's a great, yeah, that's a great it's one. Like a, it's like a combination of it. I loved all the Bruce Willis stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, every, who was the one storyline that I just couldn't stand? Clive like, Owens. Yeah, God, I hated that. I hated that. With him and... Um, Michael Clark Duncan pops in there, uh, and Benicio del Toro. Benicio, yeah, the stuff with his head, I I hated it. Oh, I, I could not stand it. And uh, the actress, uh, Rosario Dawson. Yes, yeah, she's yeah. great. Yeah. All the actors are great. You know, yeah. it's it's nothing. I just I did not. It just it was just too out there for me. I just I was not a fan of that. But I loved all the Bruce Willis stuff. Mm-hmm. And then the other one with Mickey Rourke was mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. That was that was somewhat interesting. Yeah, so yeah, Rourke's. overall I'd give it like maybe a five or six yeah. out of ten. That's um, fair. I mean, there was some moments that I. Uh, d- I I didn't remember because I watched it like ten years ago. Yeah, or when something. it came out. Yeah, and um, I remember loving it then. But there was a lot that I was just like, mm, meh. The second time around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's that's our family movie night update, and I think overall that's our show. That's yeah. our show for this week. Unless you got anything else you need to talk um, about. How, how's everything? <laughs> <laughs> How is everything? Let's get into the Doctor Phil part. Oh, well, well. Um, an my, interesting week. My life is in shambles now. An interesting week for the two of us. Um, we, we'll you know, we had some some changes. Mm-hmm. Uh, good. And sometimes I think this week I can say for myself that 
you need to do what's going to make you happy in life because um, we're too young to be cynical and angry and mad you can only be mad and cynical if your team is quote-unquote rebuilding I think right. we, we discovered that today in this episode right yes. um, but you know we're young you gotta you gotta take chances mm-hmm. uh, you gotta sometimes make decisions that might people scratch that might make people scratch their head and go hmm I don't know why you're doing that and you, those decisions will either be great mm-hmm. or they won't and you'll learn from them either yeah. way yeah, I think uh, the biggest thing is like knowing what you're worth mm-hmm. um, and also knowing that if money is not an issue for you or that you don't care about the money as long as, you know, you're paying rent and you're eating you're basically. Happy. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. Like, and if you, and if you're surrounded by people, you know, you love and cherish, then who the fuck That's cares? That's what's important and that's what's important. So yeah, it was a... A fun week. We had actually today, for the listeners, we had a nice little sit-down. We have some ideas we want to do to just keep this show going. Because I'll speak for myself. I'm not going to speak for Sean here. We've lived in the city now for about, I think, five months, mm-hmm. which is crazy to say. Yeah. And I think without this show and doing these twice a week and getting to work with Sean, I would have probably gone fucking crazy. Mm. Um, I love doing this. I love love what we're trying to do and accomplish i think i know we're going to get there i don't think i know we're going to get there it's not going to happen overnight it's going to take months years maybe even centuries we might might be dead by the time we get some sort of uh you know (laughs) level that we want to be at and i don't even know what that level is but i just know thousand episodes later great if that's what it takes i guess that's what it takes uh but i know i'm happy and i know that we're going to be great and i know the show is great and we're only going to make it even greater and we're going to have some great guests on. And mm-hmm. I'm going to say the word great just one more time. Great. Great. And yeah, so that's 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 our Dr. Phil talk in this episode of the Unemployed Guys podcast. But thank you all so much for listening. Thank you, Sean, as always, for being here and, mm. and going on this ride with Thanks me. Thanks for having me. Today, uh, speaking of rides, I'm wearing Space Mountain size. I know, I saw. Want to go back to Disney? We're going back. 2020 for me. I'm going back. It'll be a good time, so... All right, that's for another episode down the road. But thank you all so much for listening. As always, please like comment rate review share uh, i think that's the word i'm going to say today a lot share 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 um uh, yeah and i'll leave it at that yeah if you feel like you you listen to this and you enjoy it and you're like man i wish i could help them mm-hmm. share it share it and you know what i'll just say this too and this is not even like in a negative connotation if you're one of those per- the one of those people who's like i don't get on social media so much so i'm not going to share a post that's cool if you got a group of friends at work, coworkers, friends, family, like you guys like podcasts, check this one out. Mm-hmm. Bada bing, bada boom, and uh, then they tell someone, and the the pyramid scheme keeps going. Yep. So, yep. That's it for this episode. That's all we'll give you. We'll be back on Monday with an entire new episode of the Unemployed Guys podcast. Thank you all so much for listening. I hope you had a good Valentine's Day. Yeah. Be careful tonight, or we don't want any babies in nine months. Or do we? I we're don't. Your, we're the grand. We're your godparents. We're uh, the grandparents. I'm grandpa. <laughs> Bring your children to grandpa. Tony, why would no one tell me that it was Valentine's Day? Nobody would ever do that to my Anthony. Make sure you bring your kids. I'll be waiting right here for them. Thank you. Have a great weekend. This has been the Unemployed Guys podcast with my co-host, Luke Jaconis. And my name is Sean Young. Make sure your kid is good to job, yes? Okay.